Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning we are going to look at a scripture. Um, I want to take you guys through that, and we're going to pick up, as I do, um, a principle out of that, and then we're going to talk about it. As uh, we walk through this morning, it's going to be in Psalms 94, 19. In the multitude of thoughts within me, thy comfort delight my soul. And so I want to take out in the multitude of my thoughts. And I've done a series on thoughts and the power of thoughts and what the Bible teaches us about thoughts and how we ought to manage our thoughts, if you will. And uh, because what happens if we mismanage our thoughts, then we will end up in a situation that is going to be a battle, if you will, uh, to gain back control of your thoughts. The Bible says that we allow our thoughts to become strongholds and um, pulling down. The Bible talks about pulling down strongholds and strongholds are in the mind it is a place, it is a fortress. Um, it is a place that is difficult to uh, break into. But the Bible tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And those strongholds, as I mentioned, entered into our soul man via our thoughts. So you and I have multitudes of thoughts all day long. Uh, you are thinking and um, thoughts are coming to you. And uh, Jesus makes a statement. He says, uh, when he was talking to his disciples, teaching them about going out, and he says, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat and drink and so forth. So when, uh, I remember when he had given me this revelation about taking thoughts, how does one take a thought, um, is that we agree with the thought. And so, uh, the woman with the issue of blood when she had spent all her money, lost her faith in the healthcare system of our time, and she heard about Jesus Christ healing across the, uh, the road, and so she decides to go after him and touch his garment. But she had said within her thoughts, within herself, and she planted that seed that I just need to take off, go to him, touch his, the hem of his garment, and I'm going to get my healing. It's a really fascinating thing for her to think about because she is hearing that he is laying hands on the sick around the corner and all over the place and casting out demons and stuff like that. But her decision or her thought that she had that came into her that she took was uh, tells us that she said within herself, and that thought came, she agreed with it, and then she took off to make it come to pass. So the Bible tells us, uh, as Jesus said, take no thought saying. So why is he trying to um, uh, put a guard over your thought? And the reason why he's doing that is because uh, what happens is once you allow the thought to germinate, if you will, in your life, uh, problems begin to happen. In Matthew 5, he talks about adultery. And watch what Jesus says when it took place, okay? Um, we're looking at verse 27, and we're going to read, um, You have heard the commandment that says, 
you must not commit adultery. Okay, we've heard that. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So where is he committing this adultery? This adultery is being committed in his heart. How did it get there? He saw this woman and the heart is um, the soul of the man. And so the heart is uh, the soul of the man, which is his will, his mind, and the emotion. That's why when you have a thought, you will, your soul will have a re um, emotional response attached to it. And so many times when we are trying to um, mature and grow and so forth, and, and we have a particular thought that has become a stronghold in our lives, there's always an emotional aspect that is tied into it. And because of that emotional piece, many of us don't release that um, emotional piece. And because we are not releasing that emotional piece, we're still grappling with that particular issue in our life. And it goes on and on and on. So um, the reason why we want to control our thoughts right there is because it enters into the soul of the man. And once it gets there, it resides. We begin to bring it to pass. We begin to take actions to make it manifest. This young man would then do whatever he needs to do to pursue that woman to make sure that he's able to bring it to pass. And so God, Jesus is saying to us, got to watch your thought life. And um, once you learn how to control that, you will win the game. And I did a study on this uh, early last year, talking about when I studied uh, putting on the armor of God and so forth. And I've done many other um, uh, teachings on the thought. I, I uh, talked to you guys about um, uh, Sarah and Abraham and Sarah. And the enemy came to her. And it was, um, he caused her, in, when you read the book, of um, Yasher talks about how he tormented uh, the devil came and, and used thoughts, words, a thought that came into her heart and her life and he caused her to torment this woman. And I absolutely believe that she, um, she died of a heart attack as a result because he had told her that his son had, that uh, Abraham is taking his son to, to kill him and he's dead already and all kinds of crazy stuff. And because of she allowed that thought to come in, she started hunting for him and trying to locate him, and she couldn't find him. And she died, um, you know, in a different area. That's why when Abraham them came back, they went to her and, and you know, uh, it does that thing. So um, your thought lies when you allow things to come in. It can kill you, if you will. So... Once it lodges, it uh, creates anxiety, fear, all of these other things that will come to you. So Jesus is telling you and I, uh, control the thoughts. And um, the scripture tells us in that I read to you guys, which is in Psalms 94, 19, it says, in the multitudes of my thoughts. And so you and I are having them all day long. And uh, whatever thought that the enemy is using to uh, terrorize you with, you have the power to call it done. And simply that is, you do not agree with it. Jesus, take no thought saying, don't agree with the thought. And uh, you will begin to understand 
your power as you begin to uh, move forward in your life. And when you look at the enemy, what is he doing most of the times when he's coming to us? Uh, when he came to um, Eve and he said, did God say? What was that uh, phrasing designed to do? That designed for her to engage in her thoughts and began to question, did God do? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. What did he do when he came to God and uh, when God's, uh, uh, you know, he showed up and God says, where have you been? He said, I've been back and forth the earth, uh, checking out a few things. And the Bible tells us that God's eye also goes back and forth and check the earth. So God is keeping an eye on him. So there's no way he can go. And God is keeping an eye on you as well. So, um, uh, so the enemy comes and he, and God says, did you check out my, my, um, my servant, uh, uh, Job, he's an honorable man. And God began to testify about him. And the enemy says, he says to God, basically, he says, yeah, I get it. I get it. Not a problem. And then he uh, posed a question. And but Satan answered, Job honor God for reason. Does Job honor or fear God, respect God for no good reason? And so he comes with questions and these questions that he will come again, he will try to um, cause you to allow a thought that will come in and uh, uh, dis- dislodge you from your faith. So we know that Jesus Christ, when he was tested um, in the wilderness, the enemy comes to him and, um, you know, Jesus is hungry and uh, he shows up on the scene. The very thing, very first thing he says, hey, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. So he comes with these questions. And that is one of, that is, I believe that is the only tool that he has to try and get access to you. Because you as a Christian, he doesn't have access to you unless you allow him to. We know that um, Job was a fearful man. Because after his, um, he was living in fear all of his life, and he was a fearful man. Even then, God still bragged about him. Uh, how do we know that he was a fa- he was a, uh, a man that lived in fear? Was he said the thing that I uh, feared has come upon me? So we know that he was one that uh, was consumed by f- um, by fear. Because every morning he would go and sacrifice for his kids. Pre adventure, he would say they did this, they sinned against God, and so forth. So. Your thought life becomes very important. And if you look into the scripture, you'll see there's so many scriptures dealing with the way we, um, uh, our thoughts and God is always warning us about don't, um, don't allow our thoughts to do this. Don't allow your thoughts to do this and do that. And why? Because he knows that it will lead into, um, it can lead into destruction, if you will, if we are not um, aware of it and how to stop it and how to not let it become, um, let our enemies come in through our thoughts. Um, we know that the scripture tells us that God's thoughts are not 
like ours. So um, we know that, but as far as our thoughts, let's take a look and see what the Bible tells us about controlling our thoughts. Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which transcend all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ. So we know that God's peace has the ability to guard your thoughts. Now, how do you and I, the Bible tells us that we ought to fix our hearts on God, fix our thoughts on him. And when we do that, um, the enemy cannot have access to us. Philippians 4, 8 goes on and says, Finally, brothers, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, uh, whatsoever things are honorable, it tells us that if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Focus your thoughts on those because if you do those things, you will be pleasing God. Um, so uh, the enemy doesn't want that. That's why when he would come to me, I remember when I was believing God on, for something um, and he would bring these thoughts and I actually carried a piece of paper with what I was believing God for and I had it in my hand and um, and I would put it in my pocket while I was working. And every time this thought comes, I would pull out this thing and hold it up and say to, you know, to uh, say, nope, this is what I am believing for. And I refuse to allow that thought to take seed in my life. And so this battle will go on because why? In the multitude of your thoughts, you're going to have a lot of them. And if you have a lot of them, you need to learn how to um, how to control them and uh, uh, become who you are in Christ. So you and I are uh, admonishing in Colossians that we ought to be setting our mind on things that are above and not on things on the earth. And that is how we are going to be controlling our behavior because our thoughts will give fruit to behavior habits and our life. So you are looking at your life and you are in that state because your thoughts were out of control and you gave the enemy permission to come in, corrupt your thoughts, and they became strongholds in your life. And now you have a battle on your um, to be delivered from it. But the Bible tells us that the weapon of God, of, 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 the, of our God, you know, they're not carnal, they are mighty. So you still have hope. He is able to get you free from all of those things that you found yourself in as you allow it by uh, thinking on it. So the Bible tells you and I, as I mentioned, all through Scripture, you go over and over and you'll find Scriptures about our thoughts and how to govern our thoughts because it's very important that as we govern it, as we long, learn to govern our mind, that um, our life will change. We will become, and, and the Bible says, one of the things, the fruits that you and I have to uh, um, bring forth in our life is self-discipline. And self-discipline will start with disciplining your thoughts. Once you discipline your thoughts, your life will be disciplined. So I want to encourage you guys, begin to focus your mind, if you will, on those things that I talk to you about, because it does say in the scriptures, um, you know, finally, brethren. And so even Paul understood the importance of thinking right. Um, so he said in, he said, uh, finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever is true, what 
whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy. So you want to be praising God. Think about it. So what is praiseworthy? What are you looking for? What are you thinking about? Now, if you can focus on uh, having it, um, try a different way. You have been trying and allowing these thoughts to circulate back and forth. If you begin to praise God when those thoughts come, I guarantee you the enemy is going to lose his mind. If you begin to think, thank God for what you're asking for, what your thoughts are dancing around all over that, watch what happens. Now, if you begin to uh, uh, attribute all of any time those thoughts come, focus on God. He says, you come back and focus on me. And the enemy, it says, resist the enemy and he will flee. And you resist by going to God and going to his word and um, focusing your mind on there. So I want to give you those guys that information so that you will begin to change your day as you go forward. Because guess what? You have a multitude of thoughts. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.